Full Tip 27. Football is live. You're running the table with Rick. Hello, I am C-3PO, Human Cyborg Relations, and you are listening to Rick Thomas. What's up, creeps? This is Sully from Godsmack, and you are tuned in to Rick. It's that time. You already know. It's time to run the table with Rick. Yes, indeed. We are running the table. My name is Rick Thomas. Welcome to the chaos, as I like to say. I'm so lucky right now because I've got... A uh, good friend of mine, Esteban, and I never, I could, I, as long as I've known you, I never know how to say your last, how do you say your last name right? But Pateros? Pateros. It, okay, so, so yes, it's Pateros, but it's actually a nickname. So it's, uh, it's really Steve Peters, but like I said, it's, uh, it's, it's a nickname I've had since I was 14. So that's what I go with. Yeah, because that was confusing me because I've known you for a couple of, at least a couple of years, probably longer actually. Yeah. And I always thought it was, yeah. okay, so Peters, okay. All right, regardless, um, you're doing a lot of stuff right now. Real quick, before we jump into this, you're doing some live, you're out in L.A. right now doing some comedy? I am. I'm at the, uh, cam- uh, tonight I'm at the Broadway Comedy Club in Santa Monica last night, the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood. Uh, last week I did some stuff at Flappers, and then, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff coming up. So, like, okay, so you, as you know, this is a sports talk podcast, but I don't have to talk just sports. But here's what I want to ask you as a comic. Uh, when you're in the back rooms of these comedians, like, I don't know, what do you call them, the green rooms, whatever. Do comedians, they, do they ever talk sports at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a okay. huge thing. Like, there's, there's uh, like, comic, um, like, basketball leagues and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. <laughs> no, I sound like I'm asking a dumb question. Of course, comics, like, watch sports. But I'm saying, like, when you're at work, right. when you guys are chilling back, do you ever, like, you know, ah, how about those Yankees? <laughs> like, you know. Dude, no. You have to understand, comedy is the funnest thing on planet Earth because there's no rules at all. Like, it's, it's awesome. So when you're in the back, I'm trying to either drink as many beers as I can to have enough <laughs> courage to go on stage and be loose or, but usually what comes with that is you're busting balls. So it's just like being, you know, with your, with your buddies or whatever, you know, somebody yeah. says LeBron sucks. That starts <laughs> a great argument back and forth and it kind of primes you up for what you're getting ready to do anyway. So yeah, sports is actually a bigger part of it than you would think it is. Cause I would think like, cause here's, here's what the reason I ask that is because friends of mine that are into it. And, and I mean, you know, everybody, the sports fans are kind of weird. There's layers of them. There's people that casually watch and kind of can't, you know, aren't, aren't really, then there's those that are just dead serious about it, man. I mean, just all into it. And those are the guys that I usually hang around. And so to me, it's like, they, they would have trouble taking, like if they were at a comedy show, they'd be like, is he joking about LeBron or not? What is he doing? You know, <laughs> I mean, is he for real? No, I, 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 yeah, no, no, no. It, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's all in good. I don't know. I'm not one of the psycho. Like here, first of all, I'm a diehard Bears fan. Have been since I was a kid. I have to have a sense of humor. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah. I mean, like it's it's against the law to be a Bears fan and not have a sense of humor after the past two decades or whatever. You know, 1985 was it. Yeah. So it's uh, well, they were no, they were in the big in. one. They were in the big one. What 2007? Something like that. If I remember right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, it, it, yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, at least so, they got try – then... try being a Cowboys fan. We've been waiting for 26 years, man. <laughs> I'm here like, oh, you guys are on a different level, man. <laughs> like, know. you guys are on a completely different level. I My wife's a Cowboys fan, and that's the only thing that I feel bad for her about. <laughs> I know. It's just – it's like, can we just get a playoff win? Something, right? <laughs> Something. So that so that we can, uh, I mean, right. just a win in the postseason within. So that so we can stop hearing about guys haven't done anything for twenty six years. Give me one playoff win so I can go. Yeah, well, like last year we won a playoff game. Uh, you know, I can't even do that. <laughs> hey, at least you guys weren't that close to going all the way, and your kicker 
screwed it up and double no triple doinked the ball <laughs> off the uprights. Like what the? I, yeah, yeah, no man, it's it's uh. Anyway, sorry I got off of my bear. No, no, I love it. I love it, man. It's it's awesome though. And uh, you're you're again like I mean this comedy thing is kind of taken off for you, so I think that's great. I'm happy for you, man. That is really cool. Really is. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and I'll be. Uh, I've got uh, I've got a show in uh, Memphis on the 14th. I got shows in Wichita and Kansas City throughout August, and then uh, Atlanta the end of August, and then back out to L.A. Do you ever run into, like, uh, I'm sure you do, like, comics that I know tell me this all the time. They go, well, people find out I'm a comic. They, they'll go, oh, well, tell me a joke. <laughs> right? Yeah, it doesn't really work that way. Like, you gotta, <laughs> yeah. it's so weird, dude. I didn't know how much acting is involved in comedy. Like, I'm telling the same jokes to hopefully new people maybe five, six, seven, eight, sometimes ten times a week. Yeah. Uh, and there's a setup involved. There's punchlines. There's, there's the ambiance of where we're at. There's people that... You know, if I'm emceeing, then I'm the first guy to go up, so I have to be the one to warm up the crowd. But hopefully, I'm not. I hate that job, yeah. uh, and I'm I'm going up after that guy, so it's a little bit easier to carry the carry the laughs. You, you know? know what? You know what? Comedy is such an art form, and I, I've said this all along. I've always said this because the, what makes it an incredible art form, and I think the, probably the most difficult, is because think about it. Like when you, you think about their art forms, if I go see a band play, right, and I go and these, right. even even if I don't like them. How often am I going to go? Well, you know, I can get up there and play guitar. I can, do, you know, I can sit. No, I'm not. I mean, even if I don't, like, you know what I'm saying? If you go see a live theater act, you know, play or something, you don't see. You know, people don't go. Well, I can do that Shakespeare better, you know. But comedy, they exactly. you all day, every day. There's always that one dude. I'm funnier than him, right? Dude, it's kind of like I own a bar, so it's kind of like that. Like you know, you have guys that just sit at the bar. They're there every single day. They're like, I could own a bar. Yep. Cool. Try it. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just sitting at the bar having drinks and, and comedy is the same thing. And trust me, I was one of those guys. I was like, I'm funny. I make my friends laugh all the time. I, I can do this. Well, you're doing it though. You, you are time. doing it though. I mean, I, no, 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 I, I am, but it takes so much art. It, not yeah. art. It takes, takes a lot of creative writing. takes a lot of practice. It's not it easy. Some acting skills. It's not easy. It's no. really not. It's not as easy as, but the great thing about it is, is if it looks easy, then then that's a success because that comic has made it look easy. You, you know, know I mean? and, and I know we're getting off on a tent, but this is interesting to me. We'll get into some sports stuff here in a second, but this is interesting to me that, you, you know, when you think about it, like how how that's a good question I would have for anybody that's doing comedy. Like, for example, I would ask you. How scripted is when, when say, I don't know, like Chris Rock does an hour on HBO. How scripted is that? How, or how much improv is he doing? So, so I've watched several uh, documentaries with him, and what he'll do is he could spend a year or, or more than that going through the entire United States. He wants to work that material in the Midwest. He wants to work it on the East Coast, the West Coast, the South all that to see exactly what works. He'll probably have two, sometimes three hours of material that he can condense into a 45 or 60 minute set uh, by the time he's finally done with it. So his, you know, a lot of comics are writing at least an hour a day. My problem is it's not a problem. It's a good problem to have. But when I sit down to write and I'm going to only write for 30 minutes, I look up and it's been four hours or something like that, just because I have a wacky, crazy imagination. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I believe a lot of comedy doesn't have to be, but I think it helps, at least for me anyway. It helps me to have most of what I say on stage rooted, at least mostly rooted in true events 
because I can't, I can't remember shit, man. Like I can't remember <laughs> anything. Yeah, right. So, you know, I mean, it's way too much Jameson or whatever it is over the years, but I cannot remember anything. And I've got a couple notes, but I just don't think that's very professional to keep looking at your notes. No, no. Um, but I mean, you know, over the course of, if I do, you know, 20, 30 minute set or whatever, I'll probably look at my phone five or six times. I try and make that, you know, look easy, but, um, but there is, there is the amount of work that goes into that is it's insane. And I had no idea. Like I have no clue. Oh, well, you know, you know, the thing is too, if, if you're like the, it's different for everybody, I would think, because I'm one of these people, I can't, like I've done po- a lot of public speaking stuff, but I all outline, sure. I, won't, I won't write it down. I'll like outline. I'll put, I'll, I'll put like, uh, you know, just little segments like headlines yeah. in there and then I'll go from there. And then I do kind of improv, but I pretty much, but I have a game plan. I don't go in there blind. You can't. Yeah, I, I have a bullet point list yeah. of of highlighted notes because I I know that I can glance at that and go, oh yeah, and let's yep. talk about you know what I mean, and yeah. I can kind of rip rip off that, and I think it does keep it a little more free flowing and a little more the audience kind of you, you kind of want the audience to just think you came up with this today. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, absolutely. And did, do you ever get like, and well, I'm, I say, of course, you, I'm sure uh, the hecklers. Um, <laughs> have you had to deal with that? Dude, much? I love them. I, yeah. I love them. I, no, and that's that sucks because I really, really love it. <laughs> you know, because I'm a I'm a very quick on my feet, extremely quick witted. I'm the kind of guy that can tell you to go to hell, and you're like, thanks, man, I appreciate <laughs> that. And then later, you're like, wait a second, what the? So, like, kind of the salesman part of it, or whatever. So. Uh, there's some comics that just immediately lose their shit, man. They just <laughs> yeah, freak out because they take it and personally or something, you know. I guess, yeah. I guess, I don't, I don't get it. I think it's a golden opportunity <laughs> to just to just lean into it and see what happens. And you know you what's know? funny? I, I'm one of these. I'm like you. I'm a very creative individual. My juices are always flowing. So I think if I'm going to heckle you, I'm going to come up with something better than like you suck. <laughs> you got to exactly you know, seriously. Yeah. I yeah. mean, no, it's 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 it, yeah. Usually, it's just a drunk guy that wants to be part of the show because yeah. of what you just said. It's like I can be funnier than that guy, yeah. and then his girlfriend's <laughs> laughing a little too much at you, yeah. so he he has to he has to, to flex those alpha muscles. You got to man know? up, man. You got. You can't let her. Yeah, yeah. You gotta let. You can't let him. You can't let that slide. What are you kidding me? She's gonna be going home with that dude next. Come on. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. There's actually a name for that too. So it's uh, they're called. I don't. Okay. So those chicks are called chuckle. <laughs> like they're, it's, it's, it's a known it's a known thing i've never heard that I, I mean i know yeah and they, <laughs> dude there's dudes that look like sloth from the goonies that are going home with like tens because they were able to make these chicks laugh and they have some weird <laughs> i don't know dude i i have a theory on it uh like for fat guys i call it the santa claus effect <laughs> because <laughs> like fat guys fat guys have been making women happy their whole entire life hey i look at expect, a, you know what I'm, presents or something I'm, I don't know. I'm excited to hear that it gives me some hope because <laughs> i go you know if i get like too fat i mean well that's all right we'll be cool we'll be we're cool right <laughs> we got the exactly. santa claus effect exactly <laughs> yeah exactly it's awesome i do i have to I have to deal with my obesity somehow <laughs> right. um, Dude, i mean you know what and it, you know what that just pisses off those guys that they hit the gym like 80 80 hours a week it's like you know what F- you i'm in the gym working my ass off oh. right and yeah, you, Dude, you're out there you know and here's the other thing if there's women listeners a dude with a six pack has never gotten a six pack just to settle down with one chick. <laughs> yeah. Just so you good know. Good point. Bro. Good point. 
Like Good that's point. never happened in the history of dating. Ever. You know, I mean, I cannot attest to that because I've never had a six pack outside of what's in my fridge. I haven't either. That's, you know. <laughs> I've but, drank many six packs. Yeah, I've, I've yeah, I've, I've conquered many of them, but <laughs> I've, I've dead soldiered the hell out of them. But I've never had. Oh one. yeah. <laughs> right. That's All awesome. right, let's talk sports real quick. Simone Biles, what do you think of this? Yeah, I, I mean, I know you've you've seen this. Some the uh, the big story in the Olympics. Uh, Simone Biles. Yeah. Are, yeah. I mean, she. Um, it's it's interesting. I don't know what to think of this because you know what? Just like anything else, we don't know everything. You know, we really don't. We just know what they're telling us, and that's it. Well, from what I understand, she has taken um, some pretty serious anti-anxiety medications, which is fine. I mean, what 80% of the population in the United States is, has anxiety. or I mean, I personally have it. But um, from what I understand, the country of Japan, <clears throat> you, I think it was like it's either Ritalin or Adderall or something like that. Yeah. We all know at least 10 people on Adderall. Sure, sure. Um, I, I believe that that's the substance that she was taking and – from what I understand, the, the country of Japan will not allow any any amphetamine type drugs at all. So even even with her circumstances, we, it, right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's illegal in that country, which which for Americans is usually very hard to wrap their head around. But thankfully, I've been literally all over the world in some third world countries and and other places a lot, so I get it. But to me, I think that has to be really taken into account because she, but if you've you ever taken. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was going to say she knew this going in, though. I mean, it's not like the, I would sure. think, right? Or was this? Did she not know that? I would think she knew. I would think that she would know too. But if you've ever taken any kind of things like you know Prozac or or you know anything that that alters the the chemistry of mm-hmm. your brain and smooths you out, um, to to now be off of that, mm-hmm. and you're in the most high pressure situation oh, that yeah. you've been training for your whole entire life. Um, I don't know. You know, I love how some 300-pound dude on a couch <laughs> yeah, is yeah, like, this yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you f***ing quitter. Yeah. I mean, dude, the only thing you're winning at is your cholesterol score. Like, it, you know what I mean? So I don't, I, I don't really understand the hate for this chick. Like, I really don't. I, think that, I don't either. I think that there's – I think, number one, there's always more to the story. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And, and I think that, number two – to sit there and and judge someone that you've never even met before. 90% of these people that are talking shit on the internet have no idea who she was before she even went to the freaking Olympics anyway. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, I did see one thing that I thought was pretty funny. I laughed about it. It was on, like, The Onion or something like that. It said uh, she received the first non-participation trophy. I thought that was kind of funny. You know what? It's it's just like, like, well, it's like any comedy. we got to be able to laugh at ourselves. We have to. You, oh you, you got to, yes, you know, I mean, it, well, yeah. it, you know what, that's, and, and, and jumping back, just real quick comedy bit on this, I mean, as far as, does that, does that bother you sometimes that we're getting to that point where, you know, who was it, Jerry Seinfeld said that, like about a year ago, he said he's worried about live comedy uh, because you can't joke anymore. People get all offended <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, and it's like, you know, I, I, I think there's a little bit something to that, but it kind of depends on the audience that you have. There was a comic that went up last night um, and she started her set off with you guys like cancel culture and everybody in the room was like, nah. And this was a young crowd. It wasn't yeah, yeah, an older crowd yeah. and we're in LA. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised. Um, and she proceeded to go on with her set all about how cancel culture is great. And she bombed harder than <laughs> I probably have ever seen anybody bomb. But that's the thing with comedy. You have a lot, 
it's an easy art form to get into. Like, I don't like using the word comedian and didn't use it for a long time yeah. until I had like my first paid gig yeah. because I hold comedians on a really big pedestal, something I've wanted to do my whole entire life. But you can go up tonight at an open mic and people will be like, are you the next comic? Yeah, I'm a comedian. And then you jump up and bomb your ass off. <laughs> so it doesn't, it, it, it tarnishes, it's kind of like heroes. Like when, when everybody's a hero all of a sudden, it doesn't really mean that much anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't, I don't think, I think everybody's going to have a sense of humor. I, I think the Twitterverse and all that stuff, believe it or not, is actually still a minority of angry people that probably hate themselves and they project that onto anybody they possibly can and they want to see people fired, but I don't think that that's the norm for everybody as a as a whole. But they, but they are. The, I, have more, they, I have more faith in humanity. I guess they they are the loudest though. That's the thing. They are the loudest and most raucous. And and it's you know I, I can kind of see what Seinfeld's saying. He's not saying you know live comedy is going to go away. He's just saying it's it's a scary scenario often because. People, you know, it's not, you know, you would like to think some, you know, people that get that offended would just not go to comedy shows, but that's not what happens, right? There's some, there's some people that are offended that go to comedy shows on purpose because they want to be offended. <laughs> it, it's weird, man. It really is. And you're right. Yes, they're the loudest. You know, they're, they're, they, they have taken the saying, the squeaky wheel gets the grease to like the maximum, you know? I you but know you know I, I just it, I don't know man I you know what I've been the guy that sat there on the third row and been been in the comic is picked on and I'm okay with it it's funny it's just you know right, you, you, right, you know what yeah. if you can't if that's gonna get you like if you're gonna get like I don't know I you know a lot of animosity because of that then don't go to these shows because that stuff goes on well and the that's, other thing you know? the other thing as a, the other thing as a comic you're putting yourself up there and your material up there. And you know what the temperature of the place you, you are is and things like that. If you can't read the crowd, if you think that, you know, if, uh, if you think saying the N-word is funny, I, I don't agree with you. I think you should be canceled. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's yeah. some, there are Well, I think that's, that's, that's that, one of those things that, I mean, that's for, for good reason, that's off limits. I mean, yeah, that, you know, yeah. I get yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that 100%. I mean, if it's something that, you know, comics have, have tried. Louis C.K. famously said, um, you can figure out how good of a person you are. Uh, let's see, what was it? You can find out how good of a person you are um, by how quickly you started masturbating on 9-11. And then he, his, punch, his, his punchline was, for me, it was between the two towers falling. So, like, dude, like, that's some crazy shit. But it's, I mean, it's also, I don't know, I laugh my ass off at it. So it's, uh, it's... That was 9-11, uh, it, was, it was something for our country that united us more than, yeah. than anything probably ever has. So, yeah. you know, we had, a, we had a common enemy. I guess when, uh, when Russia was the United States' biggest common enemy, that we had that too. Um, but now there's, there's, there's really no common enemy. It's like, it's like uh, people are just trying to cancel, trying to find problems that aren't there. So I think we just, there's a lot of times where, where common sense has to be injected to a lot of situations. And it's, it's been so far removed through, I mean, you look at stupid lawsuits that have formed our country and things like that, where common sense just doesn't even play a factor. And I think at some point 
at some point, I think a lot of people are just going to say, you know what? Enough's enough. Yeah. Like we, we're not doing that anymore. Come on. You know, and yeah. I don't know. We'll, All right. Well, big, happens, big, uh, I'm going to shift gears here. Shift. I'm going to shift gears here and talk about the big 12. Uh, this is big news in our part of the, you know, I know you're out there in LA. You're it is. It's big news in our part of the, in our neck of the woods, man. Uh, OU big news and, here, man. OU in Texas is they're bailing. They're going to the sec. Is this, um, <laughs> I, is this a good idea on their part? What do you think? No. You don't know. I, I I I don't think it is. I mean, isn't I mean, SEC is going to be tougher for them to win in, yeah. and they're not doing good now. Yeah. Like what are you what are you thinking? You know. I mean, that's like that's like me opening up for local comics or whatever, and then going, Nah, this isn't hard enough. And I go open for Dave Chappelle. Like this, <laughs> yeah. no, like I, I wouldn't do that to myself. Like I feel like you're shooting yourself in the foot. It's, uh, it's, and I think, that, and I think they have better, better support and fans and things like that where they're at right now. I don't understand the move. Is there? And let me ask you that: Is there? Is there a monetary thing? Of course, going on of course. Here? That's that's, there, that's what it always comes down. Oh, that's you know, okay. it always comes down to that when it comes to these kind of things. Bigger, yeah, course, bigger, bigger television revenue. I mean, bigger, um, you know, just exposure, better recruiting. But here, but I'm with you on this though. I, I agree. At what point do some of these schools? Because SEC is just loaded up on all the football talent. At what point do the Notre Dames of the world or the USC's or whoever? What point do they say? You know what? I don't want to be in there with all the big sharks. I like being out here. Yeah, own, you know, running, yeah. owning the pond out here. That's where I'd rather be. Right. You right. know. Yeah. Because I, I'm a, I'm well, a big, okay. So. So you're in Manhattan right now. Yeah. Do you remember when you remember when Nebraska and K State was like the most awesome game of the it year? It was fun. Almost, it was great. Oh, it was more so, it, almost more so than K State KU. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Oh sure. And it was I, a huge rivalry. Yeah. We loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I've missed that ever since, and I feel like I feel like your your fans get because you just get a little off kilter. Like I feel like I don't know if K State or Nebraska or whoever lost any true fans for that. But some of the fans that were like, "Dude, K State's playing Nebraska. Let's go to the sports bar and yeah, you know, oh, yeah it was huge. It was it was huge. And, yeah, and you know when the Big Eight. I, now I'm I'm old. I get it. But you know I remember when OU Nebraska was huge. That was a big one. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, and that was yeah, for sure. dude. That was one of the biggest games. Like, and now are, are they going? Is the OU Texas the Red River rivalry? Is that going to continue? I mean, I guess it will. They'll try to figure out. I mean, even SEC, you know, bound or not, they'll they'll have to keep that rivalry going. I would think. But and, and you know you'd what? Think so, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, I know because right now, as it stands, you've got with the playoffs in in college football. You get what do you get? Four schools? No, is it is it four or six? It's four. I think it's four, right? Yeah, it's four. It's yeah, four. I think it's four. so. I think it's four. Um, the, all four of those spots are going to be taken by SEC schools, and if you're Oklahoma and Texas, there's no guarantee either one of you is going to get one of those at all. Whereas if you would have stayed in the Big Twelve, you <laughs> might have a shot because you could go in as a conference representative, but not not now. Not now. <laughs> it's... I mean, here's the deal. I bet a lot of sports. So maybe throw 50 bucks on OU or Texas <laughs> to make it somewhere before the season starts yeah. just because the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. Sure, and sure. maybe being in a different conference and not watching enough tape. And who knows? Who yeah. knows? But I think in the long run, I think it's a bad move. I really think it's a bad move. And like you said, like I said, I, 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 I had a sneaking suspicion that had more to do with money than anything else. Oh yeah. And I think that, I think when you're motivated by that, you're, you're just kind of throwing these kids to the wolves for, well, and, for and, your financial gain. As, as, I mean, but look at every, 
every entire college sport, they seem to do that anyway. So I guess that doesn't really matter. You know, it's it's that stepchild Oklahoma State that is going to really take the blunt of this because – their recruitment just their recruitment spiel just went from um, you know look you if you come to come play here we have, we're Big Twelve and you'll be on television every two um, well we're not I guess, well we're not SEC but we're, we're Big Twelve <laughs> you know yeah yeah, yeah no you're right you're right so now <laughs> they just go to OU instead yeah you know that's what I mean they're more likely to I mean if you're that eighteen year old kid that like thinks even if you're thinking in terms okay I'm not going to start for two years but if I can start when I'm a junior in the SEC I could go pro that's what you're thinking. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. So, I well, mean, and I, I mean, that's a that's a whole other thing. But I, I kind of wonder why some of these kids don't go pro sooner than. I mean, I understand you want to get your degree and stuff like that, but well, the the NFL's goes, got an age limit. I don't know what it is, but they have a. You have to be a minute. There's a. There's um. You can't. I was thinking of. Uh, I was thinking of basketball. Oh, oh yeah. Oh sure, sure. NBA's wide open, yeah. right? I mean, you. Well, I mean, and I. I that's a good question. Isn't I would there think, a sixteen-year-old? I thought there was a 16-year-old that was going to the NBA. Not that I, not that I, not that I know of. Seven. I'm going to say it was. Where was did Kobe, I read that? Was Kobe was Kobe 17 or was he 18 when he went in? And LeBron was 18, I think. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I'd have to, I'd have to get on Google. That's what we do nowadays. It's 2021. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember those old yeah, days? Exactly. Who, who's uh, who's the guy? Ah, God dang it, he's on the Pelicans. Um. No, uh, yeah, yeah, played, played for Why Duke, played for Duke. He played for Duke. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, the big man. He's a big. I love watching yeah, him play. Yeah, yeah. He just dominated oh, Duke. Yeah. You know, right? He was killing it, and and he went early. I mean, he was like what 19 or yeah, so. Yeah, he went. He went super early. But like I said, man, I feel like I feel like the NCAA and and all of their schools make so many billions of dollars exploiting these kids. Well, and some of that, that some of know, that they're I starting mean, to get. Uh, they're, they're, they've changed the rules. I don't know if you saw that or not. The NCAA is allowing these I kids. Did. To pri- and I think that's good. I'm okay with that because if it's your namesake making, making money, you should you should at least get a piece of that, I would think. Of I mean, course. You know, of course. Yeah. It's, of course. I, I mean, it's no different than if you go to work at, I don't know, like selling shoes. If, if you sell X amount of shoes, you should get a bonus kind of thing, you know, right? I mean, exactly. That's, yeah. I don't. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with that. No, I, I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah, Definitely. it's it's bizarre, like, and, and you know, it's and a lot of these kids that are, are going to go early aren't, you know, let's, I mean, you could always come back and finish your degree, and I know people go, oh, no, but most of them don't. But you know what? Leave it up to them. Right. Let them decide. You exactly. Know? I mean, Who can, dude, if I'm making $150 million a year, I don't feel like I need your degree. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, I just, I mean, I don't. I feel like yeah. you're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, and well, and the the argument for that has always been, and I do as a sports guy, junkie, I kind of get the idea. There's people like, you know, why do we let them one and done? It ruins the sport. I mean, you know, you can't you recruit this kid and you put everything into it. You get him there and he's gone in a year. That sucks. You know, KU can't hang on to their players. Kentucky can't hang on to their players. Do, but you know what? It, at the end of the day, it comes down to that kid's decision, and I I don't want to tell him what to do. You know, when it comes to right, that. right. No, I understand. And and then Zion Williams, his name, yeah, just came to me. yeah, yeah. Zion, I, I just called him about. Zion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, I I agree, man. I just I feel like everybody should get an equal equal shake. And I I don't know, man. I I really do hate that OU and Texas are are even thinking about going. Well, they're but, going. It's done deal. I mean, it's what is it three, is it three oh, years? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, it's done. I mean, they're not going. It's going yeah. a couple, three years down the road, but they're heading that direction, which is also kind of lame duck on their end because now what, you know, they're, they're sitting in this conference not wanting to be here for the next couple, three years. Yep. I mean, you know, I mean yep. come on, man. Well, and the only thing, the only thing anybody's going to talk about is that they're going to the SEC rather than 
you know, you know what I mean? And Texas like, to me what is does that do that gives them three years to recruit and maybe build better teams to I guess a little I, bit better. So that might be something positive. To know? me, Texas is the crybaby in this equation. Now, I mean, I, and they're both, you know, but Texas is but the reason I say, I'm, I know I sound like I'm, I don't really, I don't hate or dislike the Longhorns, but they're the crybabies in this right. because they're the team. If you remember this about 10 years ago, they threw a big fit and were trying to leave and go to the SEC about 10 years ago. And the big 12 went to them and said, okay, right. wait, what do you want? What do you want? We, you know, and they bent over backwards for them. They said, we'll give you this huge lucrative TV contract. We're going to put your games on every Saturday, regardless of who's, you know, you will always be on. And they buckled to them and said, oh, okay, I guess we'll stay. And now they're, now they're up and leaving. It's like we gave you everything. What more do you want? <laughs> you know, I mean, well, somebody should have signed a better contract. <laughs> yeah, I, <that's, laughs> you know? I guess so. You know, we, we were talking about like the uh, you know googling things. This is funny. This is something us old guys. You're old enough to remember this. Remember the days when you'd sit around with your buddies and you'd get into one of these arguments about who the guy was from Duke or whatever, and you'd have to call someone. Awesome. Remember, you'd have to call someone. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. And yeah. then you'd argue with that person because yeah. you thought they were bullshit. Too. Yeah, it you, was great. It was. I loved it. Yeah, you'd almost have to go yeah, go it. get your VCR out and like your tapes and show them tapes. Exactly. Like here it is, right here. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, there's always that like plausible deniability. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't prove that 100. Yeah. percent like, yeah, because you could always you could always pull that media to prove things. Yeah, you could pull that bullshit of like oh, you know I know what I saw, <laughs> I was there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all yeah, this, that's I yeah I love the transparency. Transparency has ruined us, man. It has. It's completely destroyed us. <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like there should be a timer for your arguments on Google. You can only use it like three times in one argument or something. <laughs> yeah. And then I also feel like you should have one of those alcohol blowy go devices they put in your car after you get a DUI hooked up to your Facebook <laughs> or other social media. So if you blow above like a point zero eight, you can't post at all. Nah, that's a good idea. Under. That's you know that would that, that actually great. that's something I could utilize. <laughs> Dude, Roseanne wouldn't be canceled right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not that bad on it. I believe it or not, even when I get half you know snorkeled up, I at least I I'm pretty I'm pretty good with my social media. I mean I I can't think of a, a day I've ever gotten up and went. What did I post? What the hell is that? I, I there's Dude, no. I, I'm not too bad. I just shit post when I get drunk, and I <laughs> I just kind of like mess. Like I'm ornery anyway, so I just mess with people too much. <laughs> I think you know. And then I'm like, ah. There's very rarely do I have to delete something the next day, but it's happened. It has happened for sure. But we'll never know now because it's deleted. <laughs> if you had to scrap, if you had to pick one of these guys in their prime to duke it out with, Steel Cage, Shaquille O'Neal, or LeBron James. Shaquille O'Neal. He's Shaq because he'd wear him out? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's yeah. just too big and slow. Yeah, but if he got you a know? hold of you, man, if it, it'd be done. If he got his hand, you know. Yeah, but I could run faster than him. <laughs> so I can just run around in circles like a ton of times, and then it'll just be over with. And yeah. Like, oh, See, I think. I need a pizza. I think I might go Shaq. And the reason I say this is Shaq, Shaq grew up in a less tougher era. He, I mean, I'm not saying the dude can't hold us, but he, that you know, true. I mean, Shaq, you know, Shaq came from that era where you got roughed up in the middle, you know, you got in there. I mean, yeah. you, what did he call it? He said, you'd pay the toll when you come down the lane on him. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. You know, that's so, I mean, true. he's, he's yeah. probably a little rougher around the edge. I would think, yeah, I don't know. That's just my thoughts. Um, hopefully your Chicago bears will get things turned around. Hopefully, uh, you know, the NFL's kicking in here like in about a month. Um, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I want to change my answer now because now I'm thinking about all the times LeBron James flops. <laughs> yeah. I could just like barely kind of just hit him just a little bit and he'd fall down and expect a referee. Oh, I think I got to go with LeBron James. Yeah. Damn it. 
Yeah. See, I'm no, I'm with you. That's what I'm thinking too. And you know what? I don't know. I mean, LeBron probably, you know, beat the hell out of me, but you know, who knows? <laughs> no, no, he would, he would not. He would, he would wear a $5,000 Gucci suit into the ring and then just get hit once, take all the TV money and go away. It'd be fine. See, Shaq won't play no games. He'd get in there and just get it done. Right. Just, That's true. I mean, yeah, God dang it. That was, that was a, I had the wrong answer all right. completely. All right. Aaron Rodgers, is he stay, Is Aaron Rodgers going or leave? Have you been following any of that? Aaron Rodgers. idiot. He is an idiot if he stays, man. Yeah. How many times can you just get abused like a stepchild and be like, all right, that's fine. I'm going to stick it out. I don't know. Everybody has their price. They're probably going to give him a shitload of money and promise not to keep with him. But the thing is, they hired another quarterback yeah. that they, I think, intended to replace him with mm-hmm. first, and he was like, what the f***? Well, I'm okay. Star quarterback. You are he's okay, not, but he's not a chump. He's a good quarterback. Okay, but if I'm management, I'm going to look at Aaron Rodgers and say, "I get it. You're our you're our guy, but you're 37 going on 30. I mean, let's be honest. That's the reality yeah. of this. This is the NFL. I mean, you, you're you're not going to be Brady at 43 running around doing this stuff. It's just not going right, to happen. Right. You know, I that's don't know. True. I mean, yeah, I you know, and, and I, I don't I don't appreciate the way Aaron Rodgers has handled this because he's gone so public with all this. Do you really got to? I'm not a big fan of people airing dirty laundry. With stuff you know I really, I'm, I'm kind just... of this yeah I'm kind of the same way I'm kind of the same way you know? I don't know no I agree with you I think that you should probably keep some things undercover or play your cards a little closer to your chest but sometimes I mean we were just talking about pressures and social media and things yeah, like that yeah it, it, it could work I mean you look at Dave Chappelle the Sh- Dave Chappelle got paid yeah by Comedy Central or Netflix I can't remember which it might have been Netflix they started paying him for his episodes because of all the pressure, it was Netflix, uh, because of all the pressure that was put on, because they put it they put it out there, they didn't plan on paying him. He was like, look, these people are going to attack you if you don't pay. Yeah. And so, and then they did, and they played ball, and it was great. So maybe there's an element of that. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah, I don't it know. sucks that there's, there's an option to even use that to yeah. your advantage. But, I mean, sometimes it, sometimes it works. You know, you know, Tom I mean, Brady, getting back getting back to Brady, I'm not a big fan of Brady's either, but I will admit this. I will be the first to say, like, I was that guy that before before he went to Tampa, I was the guy that would sit there at the bar all hammered up watching games going, oh, well, Brady's just got that system. You know, it's Bill Belichick and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, yes, he's got these rings, but it's, it's the Patriots. But the dude goes to Tampa and turns around and wins a ring. Like I, I was right. I was right there with you. I, I, I completely thought the same thing. I thought that Belichick was this Jedi mind trick coach that puts everything into play and makes everything happen. And I think, I think he is to some extent, but when you don't have tools like Tom Brady, uh, who else went to Tampa? Well, um, his tight end, he, has, he had his tight end. Gronk went, you know, Gronkowski. Yeah, was yeah, there. yeah. Gr- that guy's such a jackass. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But no, there was, uh, God dang it, I can't remember the little, was little it, dude received uh, uh, Edelman? Was it Edelman? Did he go? He didn't uh, go, did he? Uh, I don't remember. It uh, might have been. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, those those tools are, are no longer in your toolbox. And, and what do you, who's the, what is it? Is it, uh, uh, well, Cam, Cam Newton is that the Cam Newton? He's in, uh, yeah, he's in New. He was there last. Now I don't know who they're going to go with this year because I don't think they've come out and said who's going to get that starting because he didn't do well last year. And Cam, he didn't do well at all. Yeah, Cam he did not do well at all. You know what? Cam's a good quarterback, but you've got to have the right system for him. He's not a good quarterback in New England. He's you know he's right. he's a physical yeah. guy that can you know can utilize he can run you know he's he's utilize his skill sets run the ball a lot more than your average quarterback he's kind of a bigger guy you know for a quarterback yeah um, no I, he is he is he's, for sure. he's, he's not a big dude. 
yeah, he's not like he's not a New England style quarterback. That's not you know it's not a good fit for him. Right. And, right. No, I agree a hundred percent. You know, hundred percent. So I think and, and and Brady, the thing that really uh, did, I have to admit, I have to admit, it's I got to give him some credit because. How I don't think there's another quarterback in the league that could have done that. That could have went into Tampa, saw what was needed, said, "Okay, I want this guy no. there, line this guy up over here, and then won a Super Bowl." I don't think. I think. Yeah, no, there's no way. Yeah, no way. It's. I agree. It, it's yeah. kind of the same. That's when people always say these guys are way overpaid, and they are. Let's face it, they make a lot of money. But on the same hand, Chris Collinsworth made a very valid point of all people. I don't know. You can take him or leave him, whatever. But I will give him this. Collinsworth was on Inside the NFL talking about how much quarterbacks in the NFL get paid and why he says they're worth every penny. And he, he's like, I know this is not going to be popular. I know people are going to hate me for saying this. But he goes, think about it. He goes, you know how – he goes – People say to me, how come so-and-so, how come, you know, how come Arizona doesn't have a good backup quarterback? And, I, you know, he goes, the answer is always the same. Find 32 good quarterbacks in the league to, to start, just as starters. He goes, and then try to find backups. Right. He goes, there's a reason these guys get paid what they do because they do something that only they can do, especially the guys that win. Right. You know, and, and what is that worth to you? If you to, how much is a Super Bowl worth to you? A lot. Right. Oh, it's it, yeah. I mean, just in the merch alone that you sell, you're making billions of dollars. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah, it's and and then you you have you know you have that forever. It never goes away. So yeah, it's worth. And some of these owners, man. I mean, you look at some of them. That's why I've never understood why you're talking about the Cowboys. Why Jerry Jones oh, God. has no ability to just step back. And I watched something. The I, other it day it drives me insane. What's Hiring that? Jimmy Johnson, he yeah. should have never done that. Well, of course, you idiot, you should have never done that. Yeah, they would you have. Know? They would but have won did. at least one more. So I think they would have won at least one more. I mean, Michael Irvin swears that they would have won four in a row if Jimmy Johnson would have hung around. That's he, he swears you by that. Think, you think yeah. that he would see the error of his ways and just step back? Like, I, I think the big problem in Dallas is, but you're right. I think you're hitting the nail on the head, and it's easy to say that. Now, I'll defend Jerry. Here's the thing. Here's what. Here's what Jerry Jones. He's a guy that did come in in, in late '80s and turn that program. I mean, they were. I mean, they were just dog shit back then. I mean, they were horrible. Right. right. And he right. came in and he did. He made. He had, Tom Landry had to go. God bless Tom Landry. Love the guy. He's an awesome, but he it was yeah. his time was yeah. up. He the game had passed him by, and he had to go. Jerry had to make that decision. It wasn't an easy one. He didn't handle it properly. He, you know, the way he, I mean, right. just letting Landry find out via the media that was complete bullshit. But the yeah, decision it, it had to be done, and he is a guy that did rebuild. I mean, I'm not saying he single handedly did it, but he made some decisions that brought them those rings. But here's the problem: he's stuck in that era. The game has passed Jerry by. He's not. This is not 1992 Very anymore. True. That's the problem. Yeah. And you're right. He needs to get out of Mike McCarthy's way or whoever. You know, that's, that's who their coach is now. But whoever they're going to, you know, whoever's coaching, just get out of their way. I thought like two years ago when they had uh, uh, the kid, the kid that uh, I say kid, Jason um, Garrett. I, I thought I was hanging a lot of that on him. I thought Garrett is just God. This guy sucks. They can't do. But I, you know, they get McCarthy in, and it, same results. Same stuff going on. I don't. Right, this isn't. Right. You know, a lot of this is not your head coach. It's Jerry Jones. Get out of the way. I, I thought. I thought Jason Garrett was a very likable guy. And what did he went to? Like New York. Or yeah, he right? went to he the Giants. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't know. I just like I said. I believe that that like you said, it's not the same game as when Jerry came to this. I mean, holy shit! You can't even hit the quarterback anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, which used to be part of the strategy of the game. Sure. You know, sure. so it's. It's uh, it's it's changed completely, 
and he's an old dude, and just I think he's his own worst enemy for the Cowboys. I really do. It it's, it's too bad, it you know, bad. and it, it is, and he's not going to relinquish grit. And I think he's probably more than likely his son's going to take over ownership. I'm assuming, and I don't know what his kids like at all. I don't know, and you know, and I don't think Jerry's a bad guy. I think he's actually really likable. No, you know, no, he's a really cool, yeah, likable yeah. owner. He's that owner that'll go out and have a cocktail in the stands and shake hands with people and talk. Oh to yeah, them, you know, he's that yeah, guy. Sure. But yeah. he just doesn't know when to let let your guys work. You hired this guy. You believed in him. Give him, let him do his thing. Let him do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I agree 100%. Now, I know anybody locked onto this and followed Dallas last year. Go, well, yeah, but, you know, your quarterback got hurt. So, it was, you know, I mean, Dak was out. There's, there, yes, there's substance to that. That's true. Without Dak, it's it's tough. But those players. Have we heard anything about Dak? Do he's we back. Know, like, he's back. He's doing rehab. Oh, yeah. He's okay, re- his ankle's good, good to he's go. A, he's now, a very he, nice guy. He's a very likable guy. He's he, you know? he did. He's got some shoulder issues, though, after, after practice the other day. But I don't think it's serious. Oh, no, I don't think it's anything okay. serious. I think they're just being cautious and holding him out of practice for a while because sure. out of camp for a minute because you know his dad you don't want to you know you want to be guess your guy you know and i and right. one, the one yeah, thing i've always liked Dak prescott i know he's you know you can hang it on him that he hasn't had any you know postseason success hasn't been there but the thing is he hasn't really had a lot of opportunities yet and i think when he gets them he'll he'll you know he'll come through he's not i mean the one thing i like about him is his attitude he's you know they say down in dallas they say he's the first guy there the last guy to leave every day and I like that in a court. Right. That's what yeah. leadership is. Oh, of course. You know? Exactly. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. So the real question is, is when is Tony Romo going to either become a head coach <laughs> yeah. or at least an offensive, uh, uh, an offensive strategy Never. coach or something? Because that guy, what the hell? Never. He sits on ESPN yeah. okay, and, that... like, tells fortunes on ESPN. Like, he, he, he... just – he tells the play before it happens. Like, He's what never, is going on? I would have said that this was this was in his future until last year when he signed that deal with, is it NBC or ESPN, whoever. But, he, I mean, they're paying him way too much to sit in the booth and talk. He's not going to leave that. Yeah, He's, you know, that's who true. wants the yeah. headaches and the pressure of, you know, offensive coordinators, that's an 80-hour-a-week job in the NFL. It, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, yeah. Tony yeah, no, Romo right. is going to go. Right. He's up there in the booth making more than most of those coordinators are going to make. Why? He's not leaving that yeah. gig, right? That's true. I mean, That's come true. on. It is, it is impressive to see, though. It really is. And he is – talk about a very likable guy. Holy shit. Like, everybody – He's, he's just could see themselves having a few beers with Tony Romo and hanging out. Like it, he's, a, he's a super likable guy. But it's funny how likable he is now. When you, but when he was playing, people just hated that guy. And I mean, oh, I, I hated him. Oh God! It just you the know Cowboys, what? Was, the Cowboy fans eat their young more than any <laughs> other team I've ever. Well, seen in now, my now, life. hold on. Now, I was one of the few that actually I I like Tony Romo. I've said. From day one, I said, that guy's the best quarterback they've ever had. Now, he's not the most successful by any means. Obviously not. But it, right, I'm not talking about right. success. I'm talking about player as a position. He put up better numbers. than Look it up. Just I, I have Googled it. He put up better numbers than Aikman, better numbers than Staubach. He, I mean, he just never had the right guys around him. He was carrying that team. Right. He, was, he was winning 13 games on his back. He he had no offensive line. He had he had some receivers. Exactly you right. know, yeah. I mean, yeah. God, if he would have had the right tools, who knows what he could have done. So I I was no, always kind I, of you know a Romo fan. That was me. I mean, but everybody I knew hated him when he played. Oh man, I mean, I I uh, I, I, I I shouldn't speak too out of turn because, like I said, I am a Bears fan, and much like Cowboys fans, yeah. we some reason just focus on the quarterback and blame no one else on the team. <laughs> Mitchell until Trubisky, Cody Parkey, right. until Cody Parkey. Yeah, but yeah, Mitchell Trubisky, Jay Cutler 2.0, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like I said, until Cody Parkey literally – by the way, he has probably the hottest wife I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> uh, anyway, and then didn't – he got hired – 
to be an NFL kicker again last year, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's? I, I just don't. It's unbelievable. If you're a Bears fan, you've got to tear hair out over the fact that you could have had Patrick Mahomes. You could have had him. They... I know. Trust me. I know. Talk about a coach that needs to go. I'm not a fan of Matt Nagy at yeah. all. I think the dude kind of sucks. Really, he's yeah. uh, he's. But my problem but... is, is that uh, you know we had Dick. Uh, of course, he was the greatest. Like he's some sort of a god. I liked uh, what was a Lovey Smith or. Um, I don't know. There, there's a couple other ones that that I, I like, but man, I'm just not a I'm not a Nagy fan. I liked, I you know, my why. favorite Chicago Bear in my lifetime was probably who was that linebacker? Erlacher. Man, I loved Erlacher. Oh hell yeah, man, dude! Sure. That yeah, dude was Erlacher's awesome. Yeah, and they and they changed the rule. He, I don't think he could play. It's kind of like kind of like Shaq in basketball. I don't think they could play in today's game with the rule changes because Erlacher would just light you up. Right? He didn't care. Right? He just. Well, I mean. And then, Oh yeah, the guy was awesome. Yeah, the guy was absolutely awesome. Yeah, um, but Khalil Mack, you look at that dude now. I mean, yeah. he's on the defense, but that dude is. Uh, what did we pay like some crazy amount of money to get him from yeah. from uh, Oakland? Well, I guess Las Vegas. He's now. a beast, but though. He my is. Biggest, oh, he's an absolute beast. Yeah. He carries that defensive line. But yeah. my my biggest question is: Do they start Andy Dalton, or do they just go with Justin Fields? And I kind of like the Justin Fields route. You know, I, I, really I, I do, do too. But, I do too. I like uh-huh. Justin Fields' route a lot better than you know. And this is coming from the sour taste that I, you know, Andy Dalton left in my mouth uh, with uh, as a Cowboys fan, right? <laughs> because, right. Because right. I mean, sure. you know, he yeah, comes definitely. in because uh, I thought when the when Dak went down, I thought, okay, we got the redheaded, you know, rocket over there. Yeah. You know, I mean, Dalton, we're yeah, gonna be okay. Sure. Oh Jesus, he just stunk it up. <laughs> it was, bad. It was yeah. so bad. I'm just like, why? I didn't understand that because I didn't think Dalton did. Was he always been that? Because I always thought there was some there was some years in Cincinnati that he looked pretty decent. I thought. I thought he looked good. Yeah. I thought and so and so then I have to question, do you go back to the coaching decisions of the Cowboys? That could or be. is the guy just that shitty? I think you know? he's, maybe it's just that he's was he, a lot of that too is he was locked into that system and since he's so long it's hard to change those systems up as a quarterback you don't know you know when you don't know who that guy is very well like this like over to the left of him you don't know his habits you don't know this dude right. over here behind right. you know it's it's right. a it's I, you know I, I think it's difficult to make those adjustments not everybody's Tom Brady right not everyone come walking in and do that it's crazy you know it, it, when he's and then and then they put Big Dick Nick Foles in and he just. <laughs> Oh, it was the worst. Like, it was horrible. Which, is, again, was kind of surprising to me because Foles, I always thought, here's a guy who took the Eagles into the Super Bowl and won it. <laughs> right? I, mean, I was so excited. Yeah. I was so excited when they took Trubisky out. Yeah. And they said, no, uh, Foles has, has – I liked that they did it as a competition. They're, you know, they did practices. They're like, whoever wins – is going to be the quarterback. I loved that. I thought that was awesome. At least they're doing it on merit. Sure, you know? sure. Uh, and I was excited. I was so excited. And then, much like most of my Bears fan career, it just <laughs> yeah. got worse and yeah. worse. Well, and you know what, though? But Bears worse. fans, at least you've got some tradition. At least you've got – you know, I was in Cincinnati. Yeah. I was in Cincinnati for a conference. Speaking of the Bengals, for a conference, um, I don't know, a couple of years ago, a couple, three years ago. And I remember I happened to be there on their opening home night, their home first home game night. I didn't go to the game, but I was staying like – within walking distance of the stadium. So there are all these little sports pubs around. So I went out and hit these pubs, and I'm watching these Bengals fans, and i got to tell you, man, it's just – these guys – There's, I mean, there's guys sitting there like at the bar, and, and they're, they're down 21 to nothing at the half. You know, this, and there's guys going, can we get a goddamn field goal? <laughs> you know, can, we, you know, can we just do that, you know? Give me something, right? You know? But they're loyal. I'll hand it to them. They're loyal to the bone, man. I mean, they're, you know – 
I, I to me, it's easy to be a fan of of somebody who's winning, but you oh, know, of course, you yeah. know, it's it's easy to be a Chiefs fan yeah, right now. I exactly. think you know what's getting ready to happen. I think that they win the Super Bowl this year. I think they're going to correct. I think they look like idiots. I think what Travis Kelsey said shouldn't be. Um, I, I saw people talking shit on Travis Kelsey for for basically just being honest with yeah, the media yeah. about how pissed he was that they didn't win. Yeah. That, that guy's he's an athlete. He's a professional athlete. Well, what is wrong? I would I would be, be I would be upset too if I were him because that team should have won that Super Bowl. I mean, they were they were a better of team. Of course. So of course. And, yeah, definitely. And I do agree with you. I don't know who's going to stop Kansas City. I'll tell you who's interesting though in that division. Not Denver. Not the Raiders. The Chargers. The Chargers have got a little something cooking. I don't know if you've been watching. They do. They do. That quarterback they pulled out of I think Justin. I think it's the new Sophie Stadium or whatever the hell they built. <laughs> yeah. That place is awesome. That yeah. place looks amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, that quarterback they know. got, is it Herbert? The guy out of, uh, I want to say out of Oregon? That kid's a star. He's a stud, man. Dude is like, yeah. what, six, yeah. like six, five or something. Just He's got an arm like a, just like a cannon. And it's just, and he's accurate. Anytime, he's un- you, have, anytime you have a quarterback that's, you know, 250 pounds yeah. or 225 pounds, and he's six foot three or four. Yeah. He can see over most of everybody that's yeah. there. He can move around as long as he's agile and he can move around. Yeah. He's pretty unstoppable, man. If 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 Patrick Mahomes, I think he's like six foot or something. Yeah, he was like three inches taller. Yeah, I don't think you could stop the guy. He's almost you know? unstoppable now, though, when he when he puts his mind to it. I, you know, one thing about it's, Mahomes it's just that because of the way he moves. You yeah, know? well, and that's and that's going to be the uh, the the link in the, uh, the the weak link in the armor because and, right. and I love Patrick Mahomes. I'm not, but that's one thing that does kind of concern me about him is he takes a lot of chances, man. He does, and he does, and he does. someone's yes, going someone's going to light him up. I, I hate, I don't, I don't want to see that happen. I no, I don't want to see that at all to happen. I pray to God right. it doesn't. But right. man, yeah. you know these linebackers in the NFL are fast, and at some point you're going to you're going to run they into are. one of these guys that might be just a step ahead of you. And that's going to be trouble. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, no, I agree. Just... And it and all it takes is just falling the wrong way. Yeah, and tearing that ACL or MCL <sighs> or you know falling on a an ankle, a, a Dak Prescott yeah. type injury. I yeah. mean, that, no nobody meant to nope. do that. No. That was just you know it they just... fell wrong, and that's that's what happens. And dude, that's all it takes. And then you just see the entire Chiefs nation just. That's well, just it. I, I mean, that's there, just there, it. There I mean, there will be a lot of crying. That's. I mean, Mahomes is a hell of an asset. He's probably, I'd say, the best quarterback in the league. If not, he's in that conversation. But well, that's just a great dude. But that I mean, he is. He's an awesome dude too. But you put all your eggs in one basket in Kansas City. That's one of those things. And that's yeah. that's 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 true of a lot of NFL franchises. They do. You know, if you find that kind of level of a player. Yeah, but the thing is, unless but, they hire somebody like Aaron Rodgers because he's pissed off at the Packers, yeah. who else are you going to have that can even hold a candle? Nobody. You know what I mean? Nobody, like nobody, it's going to yeah. be disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it just is. Yeah, you know? it's it's you know, is Kansas City good enough that God forbid something? To, you know, Mahomes was out. Was it two when they did win the Super Bowl? Was it the Super Bowl season that he was out? For yeah, yeah, yeah and so they was. they held it together and they got you know so yeah. uh, you know who knows and who who was that guy who was I that can't guy, remember uh, for the life of me because I if I could he get, did really well he yeah really under well. the circumstances because how would you like yeah. to how would you like yeah. to be that dude that gets handed that football when Mahomes can't get on the field oh my <laughs> oh, god. Geez. 
Are you kidding Dude, I me? Think I, I think I'm nervous before I go on stage to do a show. Man, I don't envy that guy at all. Yeah. Holy crap. I would be like, I'll be right back. I have got to use the bathroom. I mean, it's, it's, it's like being a New York Yankee and Garrett Cole has to come out and I've got to go in and relief. It's like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's that's just and, – and the thing is, in your mind, there's so much – there's so much – to, to psychological mm-hmm. in any sport anyway. So I can only imagine where some guys like, Oh my God, I'm going to drop this. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you kind of self prophesize some of that stuff, you it's, know, it's, where it's, it's like the nerves. Yeah. You, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I, you know, people, uh, you know, if you're, you know, any, every, pretty much every kid, I say every guy in America, not all, but mo- a lot of us when we were kids, we loved our sports and we worshiped these athletes, right? We, they, you oh, know, yeah. Lo- yeah, these guys yeah, couldn't do sure. any wrong. And I think a lot of times we don't realize as fans, and I, even to this day, I don't. You know, you think that these guys haven't made, and they do. They got. I mean, you know, they're making great money, nice house, nice car. You know, if they're single, they're surrounded by all these supermodels, or they're, or they're married to one of them. Whatever the case may be, what a great right. life. But it's right. not all peaches. It's not. Right. I mean, yeah, they still have to be an athlete. Be an athlete, and not only that. Think about like somebody like um. Oh, you know, like like okay, just like we we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. If he wasn't in the position he's in, we wouldn't even know about these tweets and these stuff That's that he's. We true. would have no yeah. idea. You know, Dak Prescott, for example, or anybody. You know, Tom Brady can't go down to the grocery store and and buy I don't know buy some tangerines without you know if somebody sees him and he says one thing wrong he could just say excuse me right and all of a sudden it's right. every social yeah. media platform with Tom Brady was a dick to me you know it's like God, what? yeah yeah <laughs> no 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 that's it's you're exactly right and that you bring up a really good point because when you and I were growing up we're about the same age yeah. we were growing up we did have uh sports figures were role models you know yeah. you look at Michael Jordan you look yeah. at Scotty Pippen yeah um you look at uh the fridge you know sure. uh for the Bears for me you look at Dicka and people like that uh, the Super Bowl shuffle, you know, like they were, they were worshipped a little differently and you put posters in your room and you yep. wanted to be that person. Now, I mean, we had Dennis Rodman, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, think about it. Your parents were like, no, no, you can't be anything like this guy. And then he started wearing a wedding dress everywhere. We're like, yeah, we don't <laughs> yeah, want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it was, it, it, it is weird now because kids today have more access Mm-hmm. I could I could literally get on Twitter and tweet at LeBron James, and he might respond. To me. You never know. You know I mean, I mean? He, I'm sure it wouldn't so, be the first time he has responded to you know whoever. So. so when you see when you see things like Ray Rice or whoever beating his girlfriend in the elevator, and now now there's security cameras everywhere. Yeah, you know Aaron Hernandez was recorded basically with guns in his hand, yeah. killing people, stuff like that. So I don't. I it's. It's a little there's a little there's scary. there's like, there's a I like that my kids in baseball I think because he can I don't I don't know of a lot of baseball players that are shit shows but it's it's, it's just the in the NFL and the level NBA of transparency bit. that's what it, and these and a lot of these athletes are so much you know they're they're a different era than you and I they're you know they're the next generation coming up so these they grew up with this this is what they know they've they've right, openly you know we right. didn't know you know when I was 16 in high school playing sports or running around we didn't have Twitter and you know we didn't we barely had internet you know we didn't even we were just learning what that was you know we didn't have you know you, you know so the stuff the pressure that these guys are under now and gals or whoever anybody that's in a public spotlight it's insane the transparency levels that you you have to it's it's like somebody once told me who was it well one of my Oh God! One of my coworkers. He told me. He said, "You know, you have to when you step outside the doors of your house, you're on film. That's how you have to look at it. You're on. You're being videoed. You know, video, you're that on video sucks. everywhere. That sucks, and yeah. it's true. Yeah. And the thing is, is some of these people can be self-made. I've I've literally witnessed this in comedy. There's a comic that was doing 
satire videos and stuff like that all over YouTube and yeah. Facebook and everywhere else for years. He's hilarious. Yeah. And he, he was going to have a stand-up uh, deal that he was headlining. He was going to do an hour. I drove all the way to San Antonio yeah. to see him from Wichita. Yeah. And he had about seven minutes of good material. And, the rest and of I us. literally left at about the 45-minute mark because it was so bad. But the thing is, the place was sold out for every single show because he's a self-made guy. Yeah. And that's, so you can, yeah. I think sports figures are the same way. They have to self make themselves a little bit as well because they need Instagram clicks and they need all yep. that stuff. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, merchandise. It's going to sell tickets. It's going to sell the difference. Things. The difference is in, in today's era compared to when I was a kid is now you're a brand. That's what you are. You're a brand, you know, like, right. you know, you weren't, exactly. you know, you weren't exactly. in the, in the eighties or nineties. You really didn't, you know, I mean, Emmett Smith wasn't really a brand. Yeah. It was a big name, big play, you know, NFL, you know, leading rusher, blah, 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 but he wasn't a brand. You didn't know what he was doing 24 right. seven. Right. right. I mean, you know, that's yeah, no, 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 you're, you're exactly right. I mean, Barry Sanders for the Wichita people, like Barry Sanders. I thought it was awesome that I worked at Sutherland lumber company when I was 17 and his dad used to come in and get lumber all the time. That was the closest I could ever get. But like I said, again, you know, now you can just tweet at the guy yeah. or whatever. You know, I mean, it's, it is it is weird. And I think well, that there's you know what like com- Coming there. from a, a, a radio background that I do, and, and I've done, so I've worked about every format in the book, and I've done, I've gone to so many live shows of every, you know, I don't want to say every, but, you know, pretty, if you name an artist, I'm, I'm probably at some point have run into them or seen them or been, you know, been to their shows. Right. And, you know, when I was a right. kid, um, it, there was a, there was such a magical, mysterical, like just cool aspect to going to see your favorite band. You'd go see Motley Crue in, in 1989. You didn't get to see him on your smartphone, right? You didn't get to see exactly. him. It was so yes. it was so it cool was awesome. to see them. Yeah, you'd see them take the stage. You go, wow, there they are. There, you know. Now I think yeah. that's that's lost. Now I don't. I don't. You know, hundred oh, percent. Hundred percent. It's you know. Um, Who is it? It's uh, uh, the chick that just played. I don't really follow like the Marvel movies and stuff like that, but uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scar- yeah, Scarlett played, Johansson. Uh, yeah, um, Black Widow yeah. is pissed, and she's suing because they released her movie not only in theaters but on stream as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait a second! If you would have just released it in theaters, I would have the made theaters more- would be packed. Yeah, and, and made I more money. Sure, I, I understand what she's saying. I do too. I get it. I do too. You know? I do too. It's I know. Same, I I know people. I, it is, and I agree. And I know that there's going to be that backlash that she'll receive from people saying, "Well, that's just greedy Starlet." That you know she does, but it's her product. That's the thing. It's yeah, her. That's, that's that's her work. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's like telling somebody that works nine to five, "We're only going to pay you from nine to noon for the next three weeks." You, I've worked for that. You're going to pay me what you owe me. Well, I understand that the the monetary values are far different, but. It is the same thing at the end of the day. What's funny you know? to me, and, and I speak from somebody who's been around the music industry a lot, James Hatfield, 20 years ago. He, he saw this coming 20 years ago. He was ahead of – I don't know if you remember this or not. He caught such heat. People hated him because he went on um, – he, he did interviews where he would talk about how, like, people were stealing stuff, on, you know, online. You know, they were – pirating music right and right, you know and they yeah. were and, and he was he was called the greedy row so so what if somebody's listening to your stuff for free you're you're an asshole because you're a millionaire and his whole point was like look it's it's my product and i don't have control of it now and that's an issue right you know that's an issue right. because yeah. what if I, what if i'm not done with this piece what if, and how did he put it he goes it's kind of like if you if you're ford and you've got a fat and you've got the, the rights on your product somebody stealing your label and building cars and going and slapping the ford label on it selling it it's bullshit. Yeah. You know? That's and, and it's not only that, but those what people don't understand is artists, comedians, uh, music people, um, celebrities, things like that. Their management team and their producers 
take such a huge mm-hmm. part of their money anyway yep. that they really kind of do. I mean, if, if, if you've propped these people up to celebrity status and they've sold millions of records, they deserve to have what they've worked for because yeah. they might have look at, look at NWA, one of my favorite bands in the entire or favorite uh, rap groups in the entire world. Yeah. You know, they came from shit, yeah. like nothing. They worked their ass off. They had to fight through racial stereotypes. They had to fight yep, through yep. a lot of different things to get where they're at. They deserve every dollar. They yep. just do. They because because they and, created and, and, that. Look, they created it. It's their baby. They did. Yeah. They did. And let me be very clear. I gave more than one computer the worst virus you could ever give them by <laughs> downloading shit on LimeWire. Of course, so of I'm course. not trying to be too no, I know. Uh, you know, here, but but it well, but it's funny because you know. Hatfield went into this twenty years ago and was villainized. But now you're seeing artists come out of the woodwork saying it now, and then all of a sudden everybody, yeah. yeah, I get what they're saying because they're you know. But Hatfield was like, "Look, dude, I, and I'm not trying to worship James Hatfield. I know, you know, but he was right. Right, he was right. He was saying, look, and but but on the on the on the on the flip side of that, now you have these streaming services like YouTube and Netflix mm-hmm. and things like that that are paying hefty amounts of money. And royalties the thing is, to you're, you're, the we're, we're cutting out a lot of the suits too. There's mm-hmm. a lot of comedians well, and, 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 that I know of. And, 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 that you know produce what? Produce their own shit. And they keep every dollar. Of you course, know? and that's what you know. And that's what Hatfield was saying. Why don't you just go ahead and, and give us a piece of what's being downloaded? Like, pay us for that. You know, it doesn't have to be, yes. a, but just give us yeah. give us something because right now they're just stealing my stuff and I get nothing. And that's I, I worked my ass off and created that from nothing, and I'm getting nothing. It's bullshit. And I. I get it. I know what well, he was saying, you know, and, and I, you know, I'm yelling like you. I've downloaded, I don't know, countless. I, I, I won't even begin. <laughs> but on the same hand, I've also signed up for services that I paid subscription fees to to download too. I've done I, this. I know, do it right now. I have yeah. Apple Music. Yep, I have yep, Pandora, yep. I have, and I pay for all those services because I don't want the ads. But no, you, you're right, and it's. I, I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a greed thing all the way around. It's kind of wild that. Um, Hatfield was able to kind of see into the future because at that time when he was having that argument, people were like, what are you talking about, you idiot? Yeah. We're selling CDs and tapes. Yeah, yeah. Time, well, and that was you know? right when the There's first no way they it was when downloaded. it was when they when they when the first I don't know what was what, what's the word what was the site there was a big one way back then that they fired up and every, oh 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 uh, it was um, where they, everybody uh, was sharing and Napster Napster yeah Napster. yeah and everybody was sharing and downloading stuff for free and zipping it all over the you know that's what he was he was like look. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was Lincoln Park had that issue too way back where somebody stole some of their stuff out of the studio that wasn't done yet and bumped it out online. Right. And, and you know, Chester, uh, uh, at the time, you know, he, you know, he, may he rest in peace. Was was a guy that came out and said, yeah, you know, this is sure. this is this is rough, man. I didn't, I wasn't, we weren't even near done with that. Now it's out. You know, we have to, you know, what are we gonna? Now we have to change up everything. You know, it's it's. I get it. It's a rough world. People do stuff, but come on, man. You know. <laughs> so I mean, so I just had I just had a chick on my Facebook today. That said, hey, will you post uh, your set online? Yeah. And I'm like, I'll be in Wichita, Kansas on August 12th at 9.30 p.m. Come see the show. Yeah. Because here's the problem. If I start posting it online, and I have to, I have a YouTube channel. Yeah. It's private. Yeah. Only because I have to send tapes out to bookers and stuff like that. Yeah. But if I start posting it online, that's done. That's over with. It's finished. Comedians aren't songwriters. I can listen to Hotel California or whatever 50 times in a row. Yeah. But I don't want to hear the exact same joke 50 times in a row. A couple times is right. 20 for me, and then let's move on. Let me you ask know? you this, and then before we go, because this has gone longer than I, I wanted to, but that's okay. Uh, I, I love it. No, 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 no. I'm not complaining. I love this. I love this. So let me ask. That was great. <laughs> yeah, um, let me ask you this before you before I let you go here. 
the world of does, is there a dark side of like do and I'm sure this goes on people ripping off your your material does this go on a lot in comedy club because Robin yeah. Williams used to complain about that all the time people would steal yeah. stuff from him you know uh, George Carlin so the, has mentioned the, it so the thing that I've tried to to actively um, do is kind of like what I talked about earlier I try and use ninety percent of everything that ninety maybe more than that. 95% of everything that I'm going to say on stage is truth or rooted in truth um, because that personally happened to me. I, I tell a lot of stories and yeah. they're just goofy, funny stories because yeah. I have a weird view of yeah. the world. Yeah. Now, some of it, like the day the insurrection happened, I came up with a joke that day yeah. and I stood on stage and I was like, dude, what the hell? There's like 50,000 rednecks. Half these people think that American History X was a comedy. The other half is and like i just went on this like weird rant about that i'll never be able to use it again just because it doesn't pertain to anything anymore so that could have been stolen really easy it's hard for people to steal stories about me my wife my kids my job yeah but they do so i have uh i have very very good friends that have actually a sports podcast um and two of them are comedians that are on that sports podcast and they have like hundreds of thousands of TikTok followers. So what TikTok people are doing is they're basically lip syncing your jokes is the best way I could explain. Uh, They might act it out or whatever. Um, So they'll steal it that way. Or, you know, a comic is not a strong comic and they hear something and, and they want to put their own twist on it. So they'll steal your premise or whatever. Uh, It's a big problem. It's, It's a big problem. Now, I don't know if I'm the biggest Joe Rogan fan. I think that he has some good things to say, and I don't hate the guy. But one of the things that I think he did to help that was when he called out Carlos Mencia. I mean, Carlos Mencia, like, I I didn't know how bad that was, and I watched a documentary about it. Holy shit. That dude's never written a joke before. He (laughs) literally stole every single joke he's ever told. Well, and, 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 and you know, the thing about him. He got canceled for it. And, well, yeah, but he know. was highly successful. He did that. He made a good oh run. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. The guy, millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, I mean, it almost makes you think, well, you know what? As long as I can get away with it, I, you know, I'll, go, I'll go bank on this for a minute. You know? I mean, I mean part of you is like, all right, I'm going to cry in my mansion and wipe my tears with $100 bills, or I'm going to live in my car. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing is, 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 you know, there's a redeeming factor about Carlos Mencia. He's obviously very good as a performer. Yeah. You know, he's he's acting out things that never happened to him. He's convincing you that they did. And he's trying to put his own spin on jokes he stole from people. There's even an art to that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I give people too much credit or whatever. But I think that credits, I think everybody has some redeeming qualities somewhere. And I, I hate going back to the cancel culture thing, like with Simone Biles and stuff, my first thought was leave her the alone. Why are people even upset about this? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's... I, I don't, I, like I said, I still think there's more to the story. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I don't, I don't know everything, but you know, I try and be as educated on stuff like that as I can before I make assumptions or, or opinions. And like I said, my knee jerk reaction was like, nah, an, an Olympic, <laughs> The things that go into an Olympic athlete, I mean, the hours and hours upon hours, they don't even have childhoods. Like well, you know, and, and I got into I got into this There's argument. Be good reason here. I got into this argument online on Facebook. Yeah, imagine that people arguing on Facebook uh, the other day <laughs> about um yeah yeah so somebody was uh, they were trying to compare 
you know, they were talking about how, well, how does she feel, pre- you know, uh, these, you know, NFL, you know, Tom Brady feels pressure. You know, Aaron Rodgers feels pressure. You know, and I, I'm, I'm like, no, not nearly to the extent she does. Not even, and I'll tell you why, because exactly. they don't, not nearly, because you know what, if it's Sunday afternoon and I and I totally chuck a, a pick and, and, and lose like, you know, I don't know, in the last seconds of whatever ball game I got next Sunday right. and the Sunday after exactly. and the Sunday after yeah. she gets, you know, these Olympians, you're right. They bust their rear ends. They get one shot every four years. That's it. That's what they get. I and mean, not only that, you, you talk about NFL quarterbacks and very well-paid professional athletes that yeah. not only have another chance next time, but they're going to ride back home on their private jet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, Olympians have to pay thousands of dollars yeah. in taxes to bring their gold medal home. Well, you know, you know if, you, if, so you, if you make it's one error, to be pure like one that. error on that gymnastics floor costs you a medal. One error. I can make a million yeah. errors in an NFL, NFL season. I I could throw yep. twenty picks yeah. and still get in the playoffs. Oh, you're right. You know. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's not even that's not even a decent comparison. No, alone, no. One, so I mean, I gotta get yeah, here, my I friend. I've got I gotta voice track some shows. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, man, yep, no problem. I love you to death, right, man. Brother. I'm gonna have you on again sometime. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We will do it again soon. Where are you gonna be at? Uh, pimp yourself a little bit, real quick. Where are you gonna be? <laughs> uh, August 12th, I'll be at Borchay's Cocktail Lounge with Michael Harrison. This dude's awesome. He just. Uh, had a short film called Where's My White Privilege of All Things. It was actually hilarious. That was premiered at the Just for Last Festival in Montreal. He was a new face on Just for Last about six years ago. He's been on Queer Eye. He's been on uh, Comedy Central. He has a special album. He's on Sirius XM. He's hilarious. He's from New York. Called me, said, hey, let's do a comedy thing. I didn't even know the guy before. Gotten Gotten to know him. He's great. And I'm very, very looking forward to that. Um, and then August 14th, I'm going to be in Memphis with the one and only Mo Alexander. I love that. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and then I am going to be in Atlanta the last three days of August. Uh, and then I'm coming back out to LA to do some stuff. And then September 9th through the 12th, I'm going to the Catalina wine mixer in Catalina, California, just to party. It's not, it's not a show, but I'm, I'm excited. All right. Rock on. I appreciate it, man. You were the, you the man. We'll uh, you get to Manhattan and we'll we'll hit a couple football games or something. Oh yeah, man, for sure. Absolutely, definitely, definitely. absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Hey, no problem, brother. We'll talk to you later. Take care. All in one place. Whether you're on the treadmill or on the clock, there's never a bad time to run the table.